Hey everybody, my name is Frankie Caputo. My goal for this podcast is to create something that other young men such as myself would be interested in listening to. In the Skeptical Hippo podcast, we discuss topics that would improve one's mental and physical health, such as meditation, discipline, and exercise. We will have a new episode posted every Wednesday and every Sunday. On this episode, my guest will be Jacob Hove. He has a blog on his website called japhove.com. We actually met each other through Instagram, and he's a very interesting person with a lot of good advice if you want to improve your life and improve your hospitality. With that being said, welcome to the podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Skeptical hippo, bum, 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 or bum, 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 skeptical hippo. Let's just use both. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, one thing that I did notice is we both started our Instagrams at the same time, somewhere in July. Like, only difference is you're... Well, actually, no. Did you start in July or June? I thought June. June, okay. So we started similar time. Yeah, but do you go out for your, inst- for your followers or just to get your message out? I'm going right now to create a community. I don't really care how many followers I have. Like, you know, I don't care what the number says. I just want user interactive. I want my users and my followers to be interactive with my content. Yeah, that's the same for me, but that's really difficult. I'm still working out it, but it's definitely not easy. Do you know do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Crushing it is lying there on top of my bookshelf. Of course, of course. If if but, you if, if you want to market your social media, that's a really good person to follow. Yeah, I follow him. I follow also the investors podcast a lot. But I believe I first want to optimize my website more before I really go into that. Or else I drive them to my website while I think my website is not not optimized yet. I completely agree with you. Like, I I still want to create my audience, and I want to build an audience for my site. But the thing is, my site's not even made yet. Like, I'm still in the process of making a site. Basically, the only thing that I have right now is the podcast. And this is only my sixth episode, you know? So I'm still at the very early stage of setting up a business and setting up an audience and stuff like that. But you're going to make it yourself? The site? Yeah. Yeah, the site's going to be made on uh, on WordPress. Yeah, if you need some feedback, or that's I fought from for WordPress for like already two years before I start to understand it how it works. Oh, okay, perfect, awesome. Because this is the first time I've ever messed with it. Yeah, I love it, but Gutenberg updates really become easy. So, uh, what are you doing to? to help spread your word on Instagram and grow your channel on Instagram? I'm not not worried about that. I'm just sharing my vision of the world and I, I want people to talk about it. So it's more like me putting myself out there mm-hmm. to optimize that instead of getting as many followers as possible. Oh, yeah, I understand that. And I, I actually really do like your content. That's how I came across you in, in the first place. I was looking up some hashtags. I was going through the podcast hashtag. And I, it was either podcast or some other hashtag. And I came across one of your posts. And I was like, oh, I like this. So I clicked on your channel. And I saw that all of your like you, your content was good. And your content was like very similar. And 
and I liked it, so I followed you, and now we're doing this, and I'm happy that we ended up doing this. Me too. I really like it. But yeah. no, but that's the important thing of the whole, the whole thing: trying new stuff to get yourself out of doing it your own way. Because I see a lot of people just what my opinion is is selling out. They they're going for the quick quick sell, the the quick likes, that kind of thing without. Yeah thinking how you build yourself yeah exactly like doing things that uh doing things that you're not used to doing and meeting new people the meeting new people part is actually really important to me because the the relationships that you build with the people that you otherwise wouldn't have met can really help you and influence other people yeah but that's also one of the takeaways i want to give you because you're just 18 years old I've done a lot of traveling in my time. That's really the most important to do. Because I lived abroad for a few times. That's really the key to self-development, really. And thank God for social media, right? Like, it it only makes everything 100 times easier. That's true, but I lived in Austria for half a year. Two times I lived in Spain. I lived in Bangkok for half a year. Bangkok? In Bangkok, yeah. Nice, I've visited there before. It's really nice. Yeah, I lived, I worked at an all Thai company. You cannot what you learn from that. You can never capture into social media. True. Because being alone with people with a whole different mindset, you learn really a lot from that. How you how you are, how you communicate, what you do. It just gives you a complete new perspective. True. True. All right. So let's talk about routines. What does your morning routine look like? Every morning. Yeah, of course I get breakfast, but I eat a little bit strange according to most people because I don't eat a lot of bread. So in the morning I eat like protein, like chicken, with some vegetables and some nuts. And after that I get on my bike and I work out for six days a week. Nice. So, yeah, Cardi- cardio or weightlifting or both? Uh, f- 15 minutes cardio, 45 minutes weightlifting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Six, days, six days a week and that's... The most powerful routine you can have, man. Do you fast throughout the day at all or just when you're sleeping? Just when I'm sleeping. I've got six meals. Two of them are carb- carbs and the other ones are proteins and vegetables and, uh, and fats. Okay, cool. So um, what time do you usually wake up? Do you wake up at the same time every day? No, I switch it up a lot, really. That, that's, that depends. Uh, how tired I am. Sometimes I sleep like four or five hours when I'm rested. And when I need a little bit more sleep, I sleep like eight or nine. Yeah, four or five hours. I would be so tired throughout the day. I would need a lot of coffee. You should have seen me when I was 23. Until then, I slept three three to four hours a day. What were you doing when you were 23? I worked in hospitality and I still work in hospitality, but... I traveled the world a lot, so I wanted to see as much as possible. Nice, nice. Were you traveling at that point? Yeah. That, at 23, I was living. Maybe I was in Bangkok. I think I was in Bangkok at that time. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, really nice over there. I loved it. Living outdoors, meeting all the people. Have you been on Khao San Road? Sorry? Have you been on Khao San Road? The no. backpack road? No, I don't think so. When I went to Bangkok, like, 
when I went to Bangkok, I was um, I was 11, so I don't remember too much about it. The only part that I remember is the food was really good, and it was really nice over there. It is really nice. And the food is also really, really good. It's a, they, they eat a lot healthier here than in Europe, and I guess also in America, yeah. In America, people aren't healthy. It's just it's hamburgers and pizza, mostly. There's a lot of obese people. There's a yeah. lot of them. Uh, for for me as a European, it was really weird to be there, especially the Walmart because I see it a lot on the internet. But when you're there for real, I was like, oh, it's, they're not joking on the internet. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real. It's real. Um. So how about your night routine? What are you doing before you go to sleep? Normally, I just relax for like ten minutes before I go to sleep. But I have a diary which I put like two important things of the day in and nice. two skills which I used it during the day. Nice. That's actually having the diaries or the journals is actually really, it's really good. When I ha, when I did the diaries and the journals, it it kept my mind, it, it it prevented my mind from getting foggy, and it was it allowed me to write all of my thoughts down, which was nice. Yeah, but it's that's not this is not more this not these are thoughts. It's more like I write down two emotions of today and two skills which were really positive for me that day. So I. Every day, I I, I buy my mind at being positive at the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, do you have an example of one of your of one of your entries that you can read? Uh, I'm I'm going to get it. One minute, please. Okay, take your time. That's one of my questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for example, uh, last day on Saturday, my two emotions like was really affected and organized and two of the skills was I was really listening and coaching okay but, cool but the thing is I do that because the human mind is not made for positive emotions it's made for negative emotions because if you look back at Darwin that's the one which it's it, it keeps you alive to remember the negative things it's the one that kills you so if you plan your mind to be positive every day, you're building on what you've learned the last It's like a muscle, and you just have to train it every day. Yeah. Make, make it strong. Yeah, and to prime yourself to be positive instead of negative, because you remember the negative, because, yeah, that's nature. So that's kind of how I feel about self-discipline. My discipline isn't where I want it to be right now and I feel like the only way to train your discipline and to make it stronger is to work on it every day and make yourself be uncomfortable every day until you're comfortable being uncomfortable and that's when you can really be disciplined so train your discipline sorry how do you train your discipline so one thing that I'll try to do for discipline is I'll fast uh, I'll fast throughout the day I'll, I'll fast until about 2 p.m. and then I'll eat until 8 p.m. and then I'll fast again. Um, another thing that I'll do to, tra to train my discipline is wake up earlier than I actually need to wake up. So I'll try to wake up at about 7, which for me is still early. So I'll try to wake up at 7 and uh, get um, get myself on a morning routine, like get up, shower, or get up, work out, then shower, eat breakfast, something like that. 
and also put myself on a night routine, which is still difficult for me. My issue with being on a morning and a night routine is I'll keep up with it for a few days and then I'll stop it one time. And then once, once you stop at one time, it's difficult to get back on to, on track for me at least. Yeah, that's true. But if you have you ever tried to put yourself in with working out, I said I'm going to do this for two months. After two months, it's routine. So I'm just going to force myself to do it for two months, and then it's routine. Have you ever tried that? No, I haven't. I can always give it a shot, you know? That's why I do the podcast. I, I want to learn what other people do to improve their lives and try to try to put it on try to use it in my life and see the effects so let me write that down actually so uh say that you're gonna do something for two months and and then after two months it's usually just routine at that point yeah but do you have to go to school or not i take school online Ah. yeah so that's why i don't have to be up at, at seven because if I wanted to go to school, my school started at 7.40. So I would still have to be up at 7. But otherwise, if I'm taking online classes, they don't have like specific times for that. Yeah, but that's quite important to put yourself at... If you have a routine, it's far easier to do. That's also how I build my website. Because I, I'm writing a blog every week. And I'm keeping to the same routine so I can build on that routine mm-hmm. because now I write a blog which I'm going to turn into a slide share because I'm always going to write now three pieces of a blog which is going to create one slide share but I can use the information of the blog for social media mm-hmm. so then so what's the creative process of you writing your blog yeah I always think in three blocks. For now, my my is the what, the what, the why, and the how of hospitality mindset. So why I believe people should adopt the mindset of hospitality, what it is, and how you can communicate, for example. Mm-hmm. And after that, I can go for the hospitality mindset on websites or on social media. That's, but I don't... St- Quite, I just stick to three, and after that, I'm going to see what's more relevant at the moment. Right. So uh, that makes sense. Do you have a specific time of the day that you try to to work on your blog? I always try to do it on Sunday. Oh, okay. On Sunday, I write it. On Monday, I reread it. And I create my content on Monday or on Sunday. Nice, nice. So uh, when it comes to my podcast where I usually try to do is i'll record it one day and either that night or the day after i'll do all my edits and then once i'm done with the edits i'll just post it onto all the social media sites that i usually have the podcast on yeah but have you ever tried to make to take little bits after a podcast to and turn that into content yeah i'm i still have to figure out how to do that i know what you're saying i, I want to post little bits of the podcast and put it on instagram or on my Instagram story or on, or on Facebook like that so it can attract more people to the actual YouTube podcast or the podcast that I have on on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and everything like that. Yeah. You, you can try Anchor. It's on Anchor. I love Anchor. 
So I haven't tried it yet. Podcast, I'm going to start in like two or three months when I, when everything is finished for me. So. Yeah, the cool thing about Anchor is once you post your, your content on Anchor, it gives you the option to, to distribute it to other social media platforms. So I put my podcast on YouTube, and then once it was on YouTube, I put it on Anchor. And then once I put it on Anchor, they gave me the option to put it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I think Google Podcasts. And, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So I'm on a few different platforms now, thanks to Anchor. So that's cool. Oh, well, I'm happy Gary V talked about it so I can use it for the future. <laughs> that's that's how I found out about it. I found about I found out about it because Gary V spoke about it. And I was like, whoa, that site actually exists. And then the second I heard him talk about it, I wrote it down. And then later that day, I made an account and I posted all my content on there. Yeah. That dude's awesome. That's that's really awesome. But what you can also use is Canva. Do you know it? No. That's how I create everything for my social media channels. You can design posts and other stuff on it. What is it called? Canva. One minute. Because I can message you. So that's quite easy to use because everything is on there. So it really saves me a lot of time. This allows me to create all my content for Instagram within an hour. Cool. So C-A-N-V-A. Yeah. All right. Nice. I'm going to check that out. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I think they even support GIFs now, so you can use. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do you have any important skills that nobody taught you that you're happy that you learned? Hospitality. It was innate for me. I always had it. Making people are happy, taking care of other people. I wish Seeing more people were like that. I, I truly believe it's the skill for the future, really. I but, agree with you. Yeah, with people coming, becoming more human in the business world, it's, it connects people. It's also thinking forward to be proactive when something happens, to think in solutions. And the most important skill of it is communicating it. A lot of people cannot communicate the, the solutions. Right. Are you, by the way, do you, are you building up an audience on Instagram yet? Like, do you have, um, do you have any active followers that are, uh, commenting on your content and stuff like that? No, that's, I, I have a lot of followers now. I have. 189 followers at the moment, mm -hmm. but yeah, the engagement is still a little bit difficult for me. Yeah, that's, that's one of those things that bothers me. I'll see an Instagram account, and it has a couple million followers, and then I look at the comments, and there's like 200. There will yeah. be less than 200. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, obviously, you bought your followers, or you did something to gain those followers that wasn't natural, and you didn't build your audience naturally. Yeah, that's the same as people following you and following you at the same time. That's yeah. I hate they, they follow you and then well, they'll go on Instagram and they'll follow like two hundred people or however many they can follow, and then two weeks later, five days later, they'll just unfollow everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an unfollower app or not? No. I I really use it. I unfollow everybody who unfollows me. Oh, what's what's that called? Look at you. You you have all this stuff. 
That depends. Crowdfire is quite a good one, but it only allows for two social media accounts. I only have a Facebook and an Instagram, so that works. And do you also use hashtags or not? Yeah, I do use hashtags. What I like to do is, I'll, this is how I came across you. I went through, I went through one of the hashtags that I go through is the podcast hashtag. I'll go through that hashtag and then I'll look at all the content. And then I'll like a lot of pictures, but if I actually like the content and I like the person that's posting it, I'll follow you. And then I'll either send you a DM or I'll post a comment on your picture. And if you comment back, then we can start a relationship with each other. And then hopefully, like, like that's how we ended up doing the podcast. Like, we both agreed to do the podcast together, and that's how we're here right now. So, No, uh, yeah, I know that process, but I mean, hashtags for your posts for Instagram. How do you get them? I just, I just write them. I don't have an yeah. app for it. That's why I use an app for it, because it determines which is the best one. So what are your best ones? That really depends per subject. I do it per post, but you enter, for example, a podcast, and it's all the related uh, hashtags to it and how effective they are. Oh, okay. I think I've heard Gary Vee talk about that app a couple of times. I don't know. I don't remember what it was called, but... He the one I use for Instagram is just called Hashtagger, and it works quite good. Hashtagger. All right, cool. I actually think I might have that one installed already. If you have it, I would really recommend to use it. Yeah. Will do. So when it comes to me posting content on Instagram, what would you recommend? Because the only thing that I have right now, my website isn't up right now. So I just have the podcast. So you're thinking take bits out of the podcast and then post it on the social media? Uh, yeah, no, but... Um... Uh, it depends, because if I if I look at your feed, you really have different, really a lot of different posts on it. I would go for more your style, if you know what I mean. Basically, what I've been doing, which I haven't been doing that often, I only have about fifteen to twenty pictures on there. I'll look up an inspirational hashtag like motivation, inspiration, fitness, something like that, and then I'll find a post that that hits me hard and then I'll just repost it and then give credit to the to the original uploader. So that's what yeah. I've been doing. But if you want to get a message out more, I believe you should find your own style of making posts. Because if you look at if you see something from Gary Vee, you know it's from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the watermark and everything like that. Yeah, I agree with you. So that's that's where the Canva app comes in handy. That, because then, yeah, I think you, then you're going to build more branding and people really get to know the real you because you're not using other people's posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally understandable. That makes sense. Yeah. And for the rest, what you just were talking about, I would create a system. Just like what I told you, my system is that you have to create one for your own. So my system is I write three blogs, which I'm going to make a slideshow of. And out of the three blocks, I'm going to take little bits and I turn it into content. Nice. So, so people who follow me, they know the value which I communicate in my blog, but they don't have to read the blog. Nice. That's actually a good idea. Good stuff. 
So what do you do when you're unfocused? Does that ever happen to you where you just get really unfocused and unmotivated and you just fall into a slump? Yeah, a lot. It happens. I so do how do you get out of it, personally? I do something else. Because if, if I'm going to find something which my mind is not in it, it's going to be shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it depends what the reason is. If I'm lazy, it's different. Then I'm going to sit down and go for it. But if I'm uninspired, I'm feeling down or something else like that, I'm going to watch Netflix or something else. So you just let it... Um... You just come out of it naturally. Like, you don't really do anything to kick yourself out of the funk. You just let it, uh, you just let it happen. It depends on the funk. Really depends. If the funk is really bad, I'm going to think, why, why do I think this way and I'm going to do something about it? Or I'm going to go for a walk or listen to some music or something else like that just to get my mind in a different mindset. Right. That's usually what helps me is I'll go on a walk or I'll uh, do some cardio or weightlifting and listening to the music really helps me. Yeah. Working out really also helps. And if you're aggressive, you can also play a game, a shooter or something like that. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What kind yeah. of music are you listening to? Really depends. I go from dubstep to Linkin Park, from Linkin Park to Disturb. Oh, okay. It really depends on my mood. I, I don't believe, I don't do this. I adjust to my mindset at the moment. The same as sleeping. My right. mindset can be different now. And when the weather is going to be a little bit worse, I sleep a little bit more. So depending on how your mood is, your music will change for yeah. that specific mood. So yeah, same here. So I like rap music, hip hop, and I like rock and stuff like that. So really just depending on how I feel, I'll just listen to, I'll just listen to something different. Yeah, you have to adjust to your mindset. Mm-hmm. And you, then you can stay your mindset. That's why I think a lot of people really don't, don't grasp the concept of discipline. Because discipline is not always doing the same thing over and over again. That's, you're not a machine. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt to yourself. Discipline is doing the shit, but uh, I feel like to me, doing uh, having good self discipline is doing something that you really don't want to do, but you do it because you know that you have to do it. Yeah, but if you're not okay, if you don't feel like it, you have to now. But if you feel it like shit, it doesn't matter if you do it at 12 or at 5. Well, it just matters that you do it, just yeah. get, it, get it done. Yeah, and because the the mindset of the discipline nowadays is quite rigid. Well, the, well that's why I think um, waking up at a certain time would help your self-discipline. Because if you're waking up, well, for me, if I'm trying to wake up at 7 every day, every day when I hear the alarm go off, I never feel good. Like, I always just want to go back to sleep. So it's about pushing yourself to to waking up and not actually falling back asleep and pressing snooze on the alarm. Why don't you feel good when you wake up? I don't feel good because I want to go back to sleep. So, let's explore that. Why do you want to go back to sleep? Because I'm tired. Even though, even if it's weird, I'll have eight hours of sleep, which is a perfectly reasonable amount of time of sleep and I'll hear the alarm go off at 7 in the morning and I'll want to go back to sleep because I'm tired. I don't know. Okay, but let's try this then, a different point of view. Maybe it's because of you're fasting the whole day. If you do, 
if you don't fast and then you eat every a small meal every two or three hours, maybe your energy improves because your body has the energy which it needs for to recover. And it doesn't maybe. take the energy out of sleeping. Interesting perspective. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Now that I think about it, that's definitely a possibility. That's what I mean. You have to experiment with you because that's why I'm eating this much every three, three, two to three hours so I'm well rested. I can continue what I'm doing. If something doesn't work, I'm going to find out why it doesn't work. That is an advantage of eating throughout the day is you are going to have that energy throughout the day to allow yourself to do the things that you need and want to do. Yeah, and if you do it, you, you lose a lot of weight because your body doesn't doesn't store fat anymore because you always give it energy. Mm-hmm. So you're burning the fat throughout the day as well. Yeah. Do you, do you like to do cardio fasted or do you like to do cardio once you've eaten? I always eat. The first thing I do is eat. I eat the whole day. The whole day. Every two to three hours I eat. <laughs> if, I, if I don't eat, you're not going to like me, man. <laughs> no. Do you drink coffee at all, at all or no? Uh, I'm cutting down on it. I used to drink 14 cups of espresso during the day. Oh, man. Yeah. Since month, I've cut it down to one or two a day. So what is the best investment you have ever made? Not necessarily a money investment, but uh, time, energy, or money, anything like that. I would say everything which developed my mindset. So the traveling, really good investment. Being alone in Bangkok, learning how to take care of myself, learning a different mindset. Uh, An internship in Barcelona with an entrepreneur, really good investment. Reading, I've got a really big bookshelf. There's really a lot of books in it. I think I got like five or 6,000 euros worth of books. Good investment. Nice. How often do you read? At the moment, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No. I would recommend everybody to read, but to act on it. Uh, For years and years, I just read, 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 and did nothing with the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So now I'm making up for it by doing something for the knowledge. And writing my blog and working out is absorbing all my time. So it has to find a place again. So when it comes to the books, let's actually get into that. What are your favorite books and what books would you recommend to to me, an 18-year-old person trying to start their own business but needs to build up their self-discipline, all of that fun stuff? For you to read, nothing. Nothing? I, I have two books which I really like, but in your specific case, nothing. I, I would travel the world to get to know yourself. Because the thing is, do internet college, but you don't learn from other people. You don't get to meet other people. Right. And that's how you learn, how you develop your self-discipline, how you get to know yourself, how you build relationships. And to be honest, I, I would recommend to do an internet because you're robbing yourself of all those things. I understand that. This is actually my first year um, doing it online in about five or six years um i'm actually still in high school so i'm i'm a senior right now so once i'm done with high school i'm gonna go on to college and then once i'm in college i'll be able to 
build those relationships and meet some new people, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And but traveling. Would, traveling is something I really want to do later I on in my life. Really never postpone it. As soon as possible, build those relationships. Get to know yourself. Get to learn yourself. Mm-hmm. So how about, how about not in my specific case, but what are your favorite books? And what would you recommend to anybody to read? The first one I sent you now, that's The 48 Laws of Power from Robert Greene. Do you know it? No. It's it's management management author, but he uses for the, for example now he uses Sun Tzu, Calvin Clausewitz, all these guys. Do you know Sun Tzu? No. Sun Tzu was the was a military general in China, and basically he wrote everything from the military stra- strategics, which they still use. Okay, cool. So it's what's really the, good. What's the name of the book? You link now. Forty-eight laws of power. Oh, okay, got it. That's you learn a lot from it. You you learn how to power works, how you can build up power, and the most important, you get to recognize how other people build power. Well, I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah. I, but I've got like four or five books of Robert Greene. He also comes with Fifty Cent, if you like it. He what? He's, he wrote a book about 50 cent. <laughs> yeah. So how, how he came to power and how he uses it and how you can never stop grinding. Yeah, 50 cent made a lot of money. 50, yeah. 50 cents doing pretty okay right now. So if you're into rap, I would also buy that book. All right, cool. Because I'll give it a look. It's really good to de- develop your grinding mindset, really. It's the basics, how, how not to get hustled, how to make sure your hustle keeps on going. Nice. Yeah, like one thing that I see when I look at 50 Cent social media, which obviously social media is really easy to fake, but I always see that he's grinding and he's doing something. And, you know, like he's like same with same with a lot of people that have a lot of money or a lot of successful people, because Having a lot of money, in my opinion, doesn't really have to do with success. I think that you can have a lot of money and not be successful and still be, and still have a bad life and be in a really bad state of mind. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people fake it. For example, Dan Bilzeran, he fakes everything. Yeah. He has a lot of beautiful women, but he inherited all his money. So Yeah, he did. Even though he'll tell you that he played poker for all of it and he won a lot of poker games but i'm pretty sure that his dad handed him all of the money from what yeah. i've seen i think in the evening you go you go to bed and you think you're a poser i don't think you're going to be happy of it no yeah but that's my mindset his mindset can be completely different of course yeah i agree with your mindset that's the way i feel yeah and yeah, I've got a second one. Yeah, I have, I have a lot more, but I just picked those two, which is yeah, really a weird one. It's Japanese philosophy. Because when, you, when we were talking, we were talking about mindset, and this is a completely different than the Western mindset. So, what's the name of that book that you just sent me? Uh, one minute. Yeah. Art of the Samurai. But I cannot pronounce the name. It's Yakimoto Tsunomoku Hagakure. Oh my god. 
I can't pronounce it, but I really read it. All right, so just, art, art of the Samurai. Yeah. All right, cool. But yeah, what I liked about it was philosophy, but it's not because in Western philosophy they just reason and they tell you what they want to know. But with Japanese philosophy, they tell a story and you have to find your own meaning out of it. So your knowledge runs deeper because you have to figure it out for yourself. It's right. Not, it's not just it's not just handed to you. You have to do it yourself. Yeah, it's not dry and cut. No, it's just here you have a story and figure your own lessons out of it. Nice. I prefer that. I prefer it. It's really a good book. For, <laughs> if you buy it, one week later you're finished, really. Nice. I wrote it down, so I'm going to read that too. Awesome. Yeah. I hope I hope the people listening to the podcast are going to read one of these books too. Yeah, I really hope they're going to, to, to read the last one because it's also really about discipline because how many people are more disciplined than samurais? So which one would you recommend I read first? The first one or the last one? The Art of the Samurai. Okay, cool. Especially because of your grinding, of course. And a lot of people... Yeah, it's just discipline. All complete discipline which pours out of the book together with insights of other people's worldviews. So it really develops your mindset and your view of the world. That The world is not that cut. Right, I agree with you. All right, so one last question. I had about eight written down. What purchase of $100 or less has impacted your life the most? Then I'm going to exclude books, okay? Okay. Because, yeah, or else I'm going to do a, a double thing. Uh, $100 or less. I would say my notebook. All right, that's a good one. Yeah, because it really helped me... Uh, fi fix my mindset because before before my notebook I just remembered the negative spikes and I was emotionally not a variable mm -hmm. I could really change my mindset from, from day to day but with the notebook even though if you do it you can take somebody out to dinner because it's just going to pay you. it's just going to cost you five dollars so you got 95 left you can still go to dinner with somebody <laughs> <laughs> but because it fixes my mindset on a positive way every day every day of the week again every day again it, it just mm -hmm. builds it's it's Warren Buffett all over again compound interest exactly and that's also the game you have to play I, I believe it's always compound interest because my website is not only for getting my personal brand out it's also for developing myself because of my website, I learned, I learned a lot of bit because of blogging. I learned WordPress. I, lo I learned social media. I learned uh, Google Analytics. So <clears throat> you learn how to write. You learn how to communicate. Mm -hmm. It's the best investment. Yeah, after 95 euros, spend 50 on on a good theme on WordPress. Yeah, that's about it. I don't have any other questions for you. Is there anything else that uh, you would want to talk about? Anything that you want to plug? Yeah, of course, my website, www.jaaphoeve.com. Yeah, share my news on my blog, son, which I use to de also develop my mindset. Really coming soon, I'm also going to put white papers on it. So I would really recommend to go there and just be part of, be part of my community, of my mindset, and grow with me.
All right, nice. So I'm going to put all of your information in the, in the description of the YouTube video, your Instagram and your site and your blog and everything like that. Yeah, I, that's better because Yapoof is not a common name in, <laughs> in America. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not know how to spell that if I just heard someone saying it. So I'm, I'm going to write that down so people so people can find your stuff. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. This was... This was this was good for the first episode that I've done with someone new. So I'm happy that we did this and uh this this experience is going to give it's going to help me make my future podcasts even better. So thank You're you. Always, you are always w- welcome to come back to go into more specifics or more specific content, of course. I also love it. Yeah, so we're definitely going to do another podcast with each other. You had a lot of really good tips and really good advice, and this is exactly what I was looking for, so I really appreciate that. Skeptical hippo, bum, 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 bum. Or, bum, 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 skeptical hippo. Let's just use both. Fuck it. <laughs>